heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? Uh, Time now to have a chat to Maddie Hoisted, who's got a big weekend. We get to see Uncommon James back in action in the Group 1 Manicato on Saturday. Morning, Matt. Morning, Michael. It's only a really small field. It's going to be a, a tactical affair, this Manicato, on Saturday. And you've drawn inside Barrier 2 with Uncommon James. You're happy with that uh, barrier and how the race shape might play out for Uncommon James? Yeah, definitely. Look, barriers are sort of going to be key for him and, and very vital just for his... You know, again, only the small fields are drawing a little bit awkwardly. These two runs just meant that he's just got into sort of awkward positions or at least early. just means that we can jump and we'll just land in that, that perfect spot. You'd sort of expect, I guess, Iron Man, we saw out wide, would we'd come across and, and I dare say we just get the perfect run, you know, right on leaders back, so... Yep, pretty happy with the with the gate and the way that the race should should set up. And, um, yeah, with Blinkers up, hopefully we can seem to relax a bit better. Yeah, was that the issue last start? Was it a bit too much of a focus on the two-horse race, Asfura and your boy and trying to be close to her with the blinkers on? Uh, yeah, definitely wasn't wasn't our plan to, to be as close or have that sort of race shape. We sort of thought we'd get a perfect trail in behind. And as always is the case with him, he's a, he's a brilliant beginner out of the gate and, and he began so well and... Obviously, um, you know, Mitch had that that sort of plan to want to keep us for a you know sort of four or five off off the rail sort of uh, early, and and he was just far too keen, and, and Damien just couldn't get him to come back. So there was there was definitely no uh, no plan tactic to try and try and sort of race her or, or be as be as close. It was purely just through him being being far too fired up, and then even through the mid stages, you know, when he really sort of let Rippy, it was more through him sort of charging Damien. Uh, you know, wasn't sort of allowing him to. He sort of wasn't in, didn't have much say in the matter, unfortunately. So it's a, a bit, bit of a shame because we hadn't seen that, I suppose, competitiveness in him at home with the blinkers on. But um, race day is a whole different beast, and unfortunately, it um, just fired him up far too much and took him the wrong way, and hence why he was as, as soft late. Well, he's obviously come through the run well to be lining up in the Group One on Saturday, and as you say, getting a bit of cover from Gate Two looks like it'll really suit. The only other little issue is that horse called Imperatrice. <laughs> How can you beat her? Yeah, look, who knows? And look, it might be probably too too big of a task. But look, I think this is um, this is by far the first time I think he's been rock hard fit. I think we'll see that in the mounting yard. This is um, you know we we sort of felt he needed that run last start to bring him to his top to have him sort of you know cherry ripe for grand final, which is is uh, the Manicato for us on Saturday. So. He's going to be at his absolute absolute peak sort of fitness-wise. And, and look, it, it's probably going to involve maybe a little bit of bad luck on her part. But we're going to get a beautiful run in transit. Hopefully, you know, once Jigsaw and I and me were to, to hit the front, if they can really control the speed and we're right on, on its back, um, you know, and she might be a length or, you know, possibly even two behind us, um, you know, that, that's probably the only way that they can get a bit, a little bit of bad luck and, and traffic problems. But, um, look, we can only worry about our bloke and he's in, he's in good order. So, um I'm sure he'll run a much improved race from last start. Only his third run this campaign, and as you said, he's peaking now in the Group 1 Manicato. So if he does run up to expectations, would you would you consider running him down the straight at Flemington as well on Champions Day? Uh, look, possibly, but look, he'd, he'd, he'd need to be obviously ultra-impressive to, to even sort of consider that. Um, you know, so sort of probably more looking looking forward, depending on how he how he was to relax. Look, if he was to, to really switch off, and it might be a 
silly thing to say on the back of him sort of charging last start and not finishing off. But in a race like a Rupert Clark, wouldn't mm. be beyond him to feel the sort of 12, 14 is probably his wheelhouse. He's just got to do things right to, to be making sure he's running that out strongly. So depending on how he, how he does switch off, um, you know, and how he does perform, it, it could either be, you know, it could be the end of our prep or we could be looking at a race like the champion sprint or Rupert Clark for him. Well, we look forward to seeing him on Saturday. It's going to be an intriguing manicado. Uh, we wish you all the best, Matty. Should we be backing Paris Avenue in uh, Brisbane today? Race six? Uh, yeah, look, she's improved from her first up run, but might just need one more to really sort of bring her to her top. Good on you, Matt. Matt Hoisted joining us there.